On the Silver Travel podcast today, we've got the lovely Michelle Daniels, who works for Light Blue Travel, and Light Blue Travel represents Nico Cruises in the UK, what we call a general sales agent. Michelle, welcome. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Nice to see you. So I'm really looking forward to finding out about what's not a new product, but new in this country. So just give me a little bit of background about Nico Cruises, how long they've been in operation and what their sort of vision and mission is, if you like. Yes, of course. So Nico Cruises, actually, although is is a new product or new brand to the UK, has actually been operating for over 30 years. So they have extensive experience of operating, particularly river cruise um, programs throughout the whole world. So not just Europe, but but all over the world um, on all the world rivers. So yeah, have extensive knowledge, been operating for over 30 years and are looking to um, broaden their, um, you know, their customer base, increase their brand awareness. And so um, are looking to um, bring the product to the UK market. How wonderful. Now, tell me a little bit about what makes Nico Cruises kind of special and slightly different because we have got quite a lot of river cruises out there, haven't we? It's quite a, shall we say, varied and interesting market. There's lots of choice out there for, for customers to explore. And of course, every cruise line offers all sorts of different um, different ways of exploring the, the rivers that we operate on. From a Nico perspective, it's about what we call slow cruising. So it's actually about enjoying the moment, taking in and savouring those unique experiences those amazing views and landscapes that the rivers, you know, open up for you and just enjoying and being in the moment. And yeah, really kind of getting to grips and immersing yourself in that destination, enjoying the scenery, enjoying the food and the wine and the culture and just making those memories. So which um, country has Nico traditionally taken its customers from? They operate on um, a number of worldwide rivers. For light blue travel, we're focusing on the European rivers. So we're basing um, it on the Rhine and the Moselle, the Seine, the Danube, the Douro, and the Rhone and the Saone, and the Elbe. Okay, so a nice variety. I know that the ships have got quite a unique design, haven't they? Yes, so we have um, a, a range of ships. So we over 25 ships is owned by is um, operated by Nico. On the European rivers, we've got a range of different ships that we operate. So we have our classic, more classic maritime ships, but we also have two brand new ships, which we've just launched, or I say just launched. One was launched in 2018 and one was in 2021. And these are basically cutting edge, very contemporary design, a bit of a Scandi feel to them. Lots of open, lots of glass, so lots of natural light flooding into the into the ships. And what's lovely about the design of these is that they've been able to bring the concept of freestyle dining and that choice that you get with the ocean cruises onto the river. So particularly on the two new ships, Nico Vision and Nico Spirit, they have three dining options that you can choose from. And it's open seating. You don't have to pre-book. There's no prepayment it's just giving those customers that choice and freedom, which, you know, is, is so popular now with on the ocean vessels. Yes. And really lovely to see on a, mm. a river cruise, actually. With the two newer ships, how many folk are they taking? So we have Nico Vision, which takes uh, 220 and Nico Spirit is 170. So Nico Vision is the bigger one of the two vessels, mm. um, probably one of the bigger river ships there are out there. And I 
heard, I think, that you have a lift up to the sun deck. Yes, we do. Yeah. So in terms of accessibility, it, it's great for, for guests that, you know, um, do do have limited mobility and, you know, and, and can struggle sometimes with, with stairs, which um, on river ships, you don't get the uh, that choice of a lift to, to be able to get you mm-hmm. around. So, yes, definitely. I think that makes a huge difference because... Yes. If you're talking about slow cruising, it might be for people who actually really want to sit up and enjoy the view from the top deck or the sun deck, as it's called. Um, yes. No sun guaranteed, of course. But um, <laughs> and I think that's a, a really absolutely splendid addition. Now, are you including excursions on land in the cost of the cruise? Yes. So the idea being that, um, as I said, we know that there's lots of different river um, brands out there that offer all sorts of different um, packages. What we like to do is is keep it very simple and and very basic. So we offer an all-inclusive package, which includes your your flights and your transfers abroad between the the airport and and the ship, full board on board um, the ship. And then things like gratuities, Wi-Fi and a selection of shore excursions and an unlimited drinks package is all included in the price. So what we're trying to do really is just make it so easy for guests. You know, everything that they need is included in that price. So if you're looking from a budgetary point of view, you know that you've, you know, you've got that covered and it's just spending money that you need to worry about. And it just gives the people that peace of mind that, you know, they're not going to be faced with a, a huge bill at the end, at the end of their cruise as they disembark. And I think that's really important, isn't it? Because it's it's just so much more relaxing when you know that's all dealt with. And if you fancy a coffee when you're on an excursion, that's up to you. Absolutely. But you're, you're not going to go short of food and water at any point. And it, no, exactly, exactly. And you've got, you know, obviously you've got your breakfast, your lunch and your dinner included. And also afternoon snacks, you know, with afternoon coffee and tea is served. And in terms of the drinks package, we include everything from, you know, sparkling wines, all the house wines, red, white, rosé speciality coffees um you know hot chocolate tea water is always replenished in your cabin um, and you get little bottles as well as you go out on your excursions so yeah you really don't really want for anything really whilst you're on board that's pleasing tell me about entertainment what do you do in the evenings so in the evenings entertainment is um a small um group of musicians um it's quite low-key on, on the river in terms of entertainment. So it's it's really sort of background music in the in the lounges that you can enjoy, you know, pre-dinner and after dinner. We don't have sort of huge lively entertainment. We do bring some on some of the um itineraries, depending on the region and the destination that we're at, we might bring on some local um entertainment, um, local music musicians, local dancers, but that's not every night. So yeah, it's uh, it does depend on the itinerary that you're going for. Just tell me a little bit more about the why Nico, because I know that you've been also with the brand looking at ocean cruising. Yeah, absolutely. So what's been exciting in the last year or so is that Nico have added an ocean cruise program to the the portfolio. So we have two ships, the thousand passenger Vasco da Gama, which customers, which some of your listeners may be familiar with from Cruiser Maritime. So she's a she's a lovely ship, and a, a lot of money has been spent on her in refurbishing her, and also uh, not just on the kind of visual public area side, but also the en- deck and engine and technology side as well to kind of get her up to speed more with sustainability and environmental elements. And then we also have the brand new World Voyager. Now, World Voyager is a gorgeous expedition style vessel. Um, She only carries 200 guests. So um, she's lovely. She has that more kind of 
yacht style feel to her and if you if you see a picture of her you, you kind of you know from a profile she looks very yacht like but on board it's you know it's a very luxury experience we've got 12 zodiacs on board so and it doesn't matter what destination whether we're in um you know the polar regions or whether we're in the canary islands for instance we'll get the zodiacs out so get and take people out on you know zodiac rides so you get that that experience of, of doing the zodiacs wherever you are it doesn't matter what what location I do love a Zodiac, Michelle, I have to say. You love a bit of a thrill, yeah, exactly. I do. There's nothing nicer than a hunky sailor helping you get into your Zodiac and then you off you bounce and feel a bit James Bondy. But yeah, actually, exactly. of course, it means that you can get to places that the big ships can't get to and you actually have a real sense of expedition, don't you? Absolutely. Yes. And as I said, it doesn't have to be, you know, the kind of traditional expedition regions that uh, that you go to. It, it can be, you know, the Canary Islands. It could be the Mediterranean because there is, I, I've always said the, the best way to see any destination is from the sea and from the water. And whether that be river or ocean, you know, you get to see some amazing sights and, and going off on a Zodiac and exploring those little inlets and those little hideaway coves, etc. I just think gives you a whole different perspective of a destination. I think that's really true. And also, you know, when you're on land, you just think, well, I've, I've seen the sea now. That's fine. Whereas when you're on a ship, you actually begin to appreciate the glories of the land, but also what's on the sea. I mean, the wonderful bird life that you can see and marine life. Um, Absolutely. Nothing finer than a dolphin popping past. Oh, yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's a great way. So where are those ships going to be home ported? So we don't have a home port for them. They they basically go from there. The itineraries are point to point. And so that enables them to go all over the world, essentially. So with Vasco da Gama at the moment, she's um, in sort of Western Europe and the Mediterranean. She'll then work her way through. So she's um, in the Atlantic Islands at the moment. Then she's going down to the Mediterranean. Then she'll be across to Northern Europe. And then after that, she's actually embarking on a world cruise. So she'll be doing a yeah, fantastic, um, amazing world cruise, taking in some just unbelievable places. You know, some of the iconic cities, but also some of the lesser known places that you wouldn't expect. So she'll be going off on that from the 10th of October right the way through until 2024. And then World Voyager, again, has a, a worldwide program, really. So she'll work her way through through the Mediterranean, um, across to the Americas, um, South America, and then back around to Northern Europe. So she'll be just kind of circling around on various itineraries, ranging for anything from sort of seven nights couple of sort of shorter night cruises, five nights, um, and then some some longer durations, some 15, 16 night itineraries. So you're basically covering a lot, aren't you, with Nico Cruises? I mean, and that sounds absolutely fantastic. So if you had to choose one river cruise, let's go back to river, to do your slow cruising, which river, which sort of destination oh, God. would you go for? so spoilt for choice (laughs) you know and it it depends what you're going for really if you want to go for something that's got some really some big city hits in the itinerary then something like the Danube is perfect because you know you're hitting the Budapest Bratislava Vienna so you've got some amazing amazing cities there alongside some of the smaller lesser known um, ports but if you wanted to go for something that was a little bit you know even more slow paced in terms of the experience and the destination, then the Douro is very popular at the moment. 
I was fortunate to be on Duro Serenity last November. I mean, the weather for November was amazing. You know, we were out during the day in sort of T-shirts, sun was shining, it was beautiful. In the evening, it was a little bit chilly, but, you know, wrapping up with a, a blanket and a hot chocolate on the sun deck is, you know, was absolutely perfect. So, yeah, you know, from a slow pace point of view, and I, I love the Duro. That's my first experience the Duro. And just every time you turned a corner, there was another beautiful landscape or scenery in front of you. And I'd like to go back actually um, in a different time of year to see the different colours, because obviously in November, it was kind of very autumnal. It was in terms of the the wine terraces, et cetera, with the, the vineyards, the leaves were sort of going orangey and brown. You had some beautiful golden colours. And I'd love to see it again, actually, in the summer months when it's, you know, all crisp and green and beautiful from that perspective. But yeah, I mean, the Duro, if you want kind of a really load back, you know incredibly slow experience something like the Danube would be great if you're doing big cities you want you want to do big cities but still you know that the whole concept of Nico is still taking that slow pace so it's still enjoying those big cities and one of the concepts with this occlusing idea is that you're in port for a long period of time and often sometimes overnight as well so you get to experience that destination not only throughout the day but also at night and that is actually quite interesting isn't it because cities change and also I mean some of them are just very beautiful at night when they're lit up and so forth I think that's a great idea I really like that one yeah and yeah it just yeah you just get a different vibe and I think that whole element of taking it steady, taking it slowly and having time to absorb. Because on some trips, you know, it's a bit bang, bang, bang. Yeah. You feel like you've <laughs> tick, tick, tick. And actually, it's quite nice to um, say, well, I can take a bit longer. I can go a bit slower. I can wander down this corner that looks quite interesting. So I think that's a lovely idea. And I think, you know, people go away on holiday to relax, not only to see destinations, but they do to relax. And I think sometimes you can be you can be so desperate to want to get all of that destination in and see and do everything that actually it becomes quite exhausting in the end, you know. And by having, as I said, that slower pace, that longer time in port, you're not rushed, um, you know, to kind of, as you say, hit all those big things all at once and, and to make sure you've seen that destination. I'm all for that, darling. It's, a, <laughs> it's the best way to travel. Well, how marvellous. And if you want to find out more about Nico Cruises, you can go to the Silver Travel Advisor website and pop Nico Cruises into our search box and all the information will be there. Alternatively, you can jump onto the phone and speak to our Silver Travel Advisors. They're on 0800 412 5678. Michelle, thank you so much. No, thank you very much. It was great talking to you.